Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're talking three tips when ordering your food. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. All right, so today we're going to get into a few tips when you're going to restaurants to order your food. But before I get into that, I want to tell you, make sure you're checking out the show and all of our social medias. That's your food looks funny dot com or go on to uh, Instagram and Twitter. We're on there at YFLF podcast. That's YFLF as in your food looks funny. Uh, also, recently, I did a guest spot on a show, uh, the Don't Assume podcast. We talked about some assumptions people make about chefs in general. Pretty funny episode with Dave Kimball. If you get a chance. Check that out wherever you get your podcast at. Again, the Don't Assume podcast, episode 28 is where I was. So, like I said, we're going to get into a few tips. Monologue episode. Don't expect any other voices on this one. Just me, unless I hit a cue that has somebody's voice on it that's not mine. Other than that, short and sweet episode. Give you some tips when ordering your food. I know a lot of people get frustrated when they pull off from a fast food restaurant or they get something at a sit down restaurant and it's not what they thought they were going to get. Maybe it was your fault, but I'm going to give you three tips to uh, kind of avoid some of those mishaps when those things happen. But we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Make this quick and easy. Number one, number one is know your audience. Okay. Know your audience. And what I say, when I say know your audience, what I mean by that is where are you eating? Are you eating at a fast food restaurant? Are you eating at a fine dining establishment? You know, is it fast food or fine dining? Keep that in mind. It could be anywhere in between, but know who you're ordering to. Think of it this way. If you pull up to Burger King drive through maybe it's a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, and it's their first job, okay? You pull up and you say, hey, I want a, I want a burger and I want, a, I want it plain. Maybe they don't have the experience to know what plain is. Hey, I got 14 years as a, a you know, 12, 12 years. I'm adding, I'm padding years out here. I got 12 years as a, as a chef or cook. And then some other years in fast food establishments and stuff. I still don't know what plain is. Please. We'll get to that shortly in a second, but know where you're ordering. Maybe they, they don't have the attention span or maybe they don't have the wherewithal to ask you simple questions. Like when you say plain, what do you mean? Okay. Know who you're telling this to, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you're at a place like a very nice steakhouse or something, you know, even a mid-range place like an Olive Garden or Red Lobster, maybe they'll have, you know, more experience to know to ask you a follow-up question when you ask for something like that. Know who you're telling these things to, okay? And that also leads me into my, uh, my second point, okay? After knowing your audience, knowing where you're ordering, we're going to number two. Number two is be specific. And when I just mentioned the order earlier about ordering a plain burger, ordering something that you know, where you use vague phrasing that doesn't help. Okay. It doesn't really help the server. Sometimes the server doesn't catch it, but they send it back anyway to, uh, to the kitchen or they'll just punch the order through on the, on the micros machine in a, uh, in a fast food restaurant. They'll just put the order through not realizing that it wasn't specific enough. And this may not seem like much to you in, unless you're in the food and beverage industry and you've had issues with getting, the right food out as a server or as a cook and seeing an order come back and they say, well, this isn't what, this is not what they asked for. You have to be specific. If somebody comes in and I had this happen a couple of times, I'm down here working in South Florida right now. So I'm, I'm getting my chops back after a year uh, for a little, for a limited time only. But 
if you order a plain burger, which I had a couple people do this week, actually more than a couple, it was like 20. But if you order a plain burger, so it says burger, plain. Think about a second, you know, think about what that means to you. What does a plain burger mean to you? Okay. Did you think about it? Okay. Now plain burger to three different people meant three different things this week for sure. So one, it meant patty and bun. To another one, it meant patty, cheese, bacon, bun. Okay, that means the only thing they took off was lettuce, tomato, onion, and the pickles from the side. But how did two people that heard the same word or said the same word come up with two different descriptions of what that was? Because to them, it it meant two different things. But if they would have said specifically, no lettuce, no tomato, no onion, no cheese, no bacon, by process of elimination and a simple math problem, I can determine that all you want is a bun and a patty. Because if you say plain, what happens if the person is gluten-free and they don't want a bun? Or maybe they just wanted the bun and they didn't want the patty. Then why don't you just go get some rolls from the grocery store and eat those? But we have people order these things. But the point is, be specific. It's easier. It's basically 99% effective. We've all seen these commercials where they say it's 99.9% effective. It's 99.9% effective. I don't know how many nines I can throw in here without getting on your nerves, but I'm going to test the limit. Okay. 99.9% effective. If you say specifically what you don't want or do want on something versus just saying plain or any other vague description, there's nothing wrong with saying the extra words. Yes, it might take an extra 30 seconds for the server or the person taking the order at the drive through to put the order in. But there's less likelihood of the kitchen having to remake it, you having to be upset and send it back or take it all the way home and realize that you got the wrong thing. I mean, it happens, which is why I didn't say 100 percent. It happens. Mistakes happen. It's human error. Okay, they're just starting to come out with machines that make burgers and such. Okay, Uh, they they can have my job. You know, I mean, flipping burgers ain't a glamorous life. But if you're going to order one, you want to get the right one. Right. So be specific. Okay. so that was tip number two. Tip number three, final tip here. All right. Don't try to outsmart the kitchen or restaurant. And what I mean by this is you want to make sure that you're not trying to uh, pull one of these conniving moves. I've seen people do this. I've seen my mother do this as a child, actually. That's where the first time I saw it, we would go to Wendy's. We would order a burger or something, get fries. And in order to ensure that we were going to get hot fries, my mom would say, I want my fries with no salt. I've seen people do this trick before since, but it was it was brand new to me. And it was like it was it was eye opening. Do You mean to tell me if I modify something, that means they'll have to make it fresh. Look, people, the restaurant, the servers, the kitchen, they know what you're doing. Maybe not everybody's doing the same plan, but we know what you're doing. It's okay. It's okay if you just ask for quality assurance to ask, can I make sure I have hot fries? If you really don't want salt on it, okay, be be my guest. It's nothing illegal. You know, I'm, I'm not holding you in contempt of anything here, but asking for anything modified, I'm stuck on burgers today for some reason. But if you say you want a burger with no tomato or, you know, no lettuce or whatever, you don't have an allergy, but you just want to ensure that you got a fresh burger patty or a fresh whatever the item was, you you see what I'm getting at here. Look, please don't do this for the sake of helping 
yourself out thinking you're going to get uh, a fresh item, it doesn't always work out that way. And again, I've worked in a little bit of everything from fast food all the way to high volume stuff to, you know, a little bit of fine dining, not as much. But the fact is that food is easiest for us. And if you think taking off a few things is going to make it easier on us, it doesn't because we have to stop and mentally pause on what we're making in order to take out a few ingredients that you ask to modify. But we're trained in order to make stuff like it is on the menu, which is why I've told my wife a few times. And when I asked her about a few things that she remembers me talking about when ordering, she said, uh, order how it comes on the menu. The reason I say this to her and others is because a dish is at its best when it's made the way it was supposed to be made. So a chef or a restaurant comes up with recipes and designs for food in order to have it served a certain way. It was made to balance a certain way, even all the way down to the, you know, the double quarter pounders at McDonald's and McChickens or whatever. They're all made to be a certain way. So when you modify it and then you say you don't like it when it came out the way you asked for it, that's when the irritation begins. Okay. This is almost a venting episode from a kitchen perspective, but again, it's from a picky eater's perspective as well. I know you don't like the taste of the leftover tomato juice on your sandwich. I know you can still taste the pickle juice that was right next to your bun. I get it. It's okay. If you didn't want it, you could have made a sandwich at home. I've been there. I've been there. That homemade burger don't taste as good when you actually had to make it yourself, right? I know. The drive through felt like it was going to be much faster when in reality, the time it took you to get up, put clothes on, drive to the restaurant, either sit down or go through the drive through took you 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour sometimes. You know, maybe you had that wait. Maybe they messed up your order because you ordered a plain burger. Come on. It's okay. Next time, order some food. Order it as specific as possible. Okay. Know your audience. Don't try to outsmart the restaurant. You'll be good. You'll be good there. Or you can go to the grocery store, buy all the ingredients yourself and make it yourself. That didn't sound appealing, did it? I didn't think it did. All right. Like I said, this is going to be a short and sweet episode. I hope these three tips help you out the next time you get ready to place an order. If you follow all three of these tips, okay, and they still mess up your order, don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. That was their fault. I wasn't working there. I had nothing to do with it. All right. I'm not legal counsel. I'm, I'm you know, I don't get paid to do this. If you know you want to send a note donation to the show though, you can go to yourfoodlooksfunny.com and press the donation tab at the bottom of every page. We're going to go ahead and roll out from there. Please check out the website yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Go back and check out all our previous episodes. Like I said, I did the guest spot on the Don't Assume podcast with Dave Kimball episode 28. Check that out if you can. And uh, next episode, I might have another voice on there. Might not. But, you know, see you next week. All right.